Look, if you get through today, that means you are that much closer to the weekend. It is AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick this morning. He should probably go to the doctor. We'll see what happens. I'm sure he's going to be fine tomorrow. But... With that being said, with it being Wednesday, lots of people looking forward to the weekend. And some of the ways that people get through the weekend is by wasting time, spending time on social media, which you can do, by the way, if you ever want to join in on the show, just search for at Utah's VFX across any social media platform. But a lot of people are doing things to get famous on social media, including one lady who decided she wanted to sneak into a Bronx zoo in the lion's den to taunt the male lion. Now, I'm not kidding. She entered the venue's lion's den this past weekend, jumped in, started dancing in front of him. The action, according to the Bronx Zoo, was a serious violation and unlawful trespassing. Could have resulted in injury or death. Yes, people, please. Can we stop trying to taunt animals? Like going places like... Yellowstone and trying to get out to go take pictures of the buffalo as soon as you see them or bison as soon as you see them like these kinds of things keep happening and I just don't understand why we keep having stories like this because I would feel like every time you have this story it becomes a oh okay well we shouldn't be taunting the animals well I get that it's going to get me traction on social media but is it worth it in the long run if I end up dying Are these not questions that are going through people's heads as they're, I don't know, jumping into the lion's den to taunt male lions? What is wrong with people? I don't think I understand. So being an adult, part of being an adult is coming up with ways to fix things, right? It's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick this morning. He needs to figure out a way to fix that. But one of the ways that a lot of adults are fixing things is with... Duct tape. Now, I actually uploaded a video yesterday that included me trying to fix things with super glue. Not necessarily duct tape, but there's actually a brand new study out finding people use duct tape to fix everything, but everything from home and car repairs to your cuts and your wounds, which I didn't even know was a possibility. 48% of people say that they've used it on like your pipes around your home. 35% of people on their car. I've seen somebody try to tape their bumper back on with duct tape. Not the prettiest looking fix that I've ever seen. Lots of people tried to fix their toilet with duct tape. Fixed it, used a book. I guess that I can understand using it on a book. On your computer, guys, it is not going to be near as effective on your computer. I mean, I think there's a possibility maybe if it like falls over or something, but you can't fix inner workings of a computer with duct tape. 19% of people have used it on your phone. Again, going back to a little bit of a ghetto look, but whatever, teach their own. If it works, it works, I guess. And 32% of Americans say that they've used duct tape on a cut or on a wound. How? Like what? Did you run out of band-aids? Like why are you using duct tape on a cut or on a wound? I want to know, have you ever used duct tape on some sort of a cut or on some sort of a wound? Now, speaking of adults and fixing things, how about adults and pretending that you like something that you actually don't like or vice versa, lying so you don't have to like said thing. That's actually what we got into for the debate at 8 yesterday. And we'll recap it coming up after Billie Eilish in just about six minutes.
Look, before I get in trouble with my mom and other moms, oh boy, AJ McCall at VFX, no one's saying you should lie, but this is one no. of those little white lies that I think for the most part doesn't harm anybody. Yeah. I've yet to find the downside of it. AJ McCall's debated date on VFX. My sister-in-law doesn't like seafood, so as opposed to answering questions, because let's be honest, people can be kind of intrusive. Yeah. Says, I'm allergic to it, and the question's in. Because I'm going to be honest, if someone told me they didn't like shrimp, I would immediately be like, why? Right. I'd be like, well, if you had this, this I'm sorry, this, you're this, wrong. Try this one. This is good. And then it's, you know, it's annoying. I get it. I get it. I, I could be that annoying person. She would have told me while we were eating she didn't like shrimp. I'd be like, that's ridiculous. Right. You're wrong. And because she's my sister-in-law, I would have roasted her. Of course. She said she's allergic, so I didn't ask questions until after after lunch. Right. But McCall apparently finds herself on, or has, has, has stories from both sides of the fence. Yeah. I do. So what was your friend lying about being allergic to? Oh, she was allergic to like everything. Well, what she did was she lied about being a vegetarian and she said she was, this is, I hate this. So she said she was a vegetarian, which is fine. Okay. There's nothing wrong with it. She said she was a vegetarian, but she would get pizza. That's cheese on it. That's that's vegan. vegan. Okay. Pepperoni. Yeah. Did she get pepperoni? Yes. Wow. So she said she was a vegetarian except for pepperoni, beef jerky, and bologna. Well, I do love beef jerky. Which I was like. But I don't think that's how that works. It's not. Also, it's selective. I'm pretty sure bologna is very. And sausage, I guess. She liked sausage. Uh, bologna is like this close to not being meat. Right. So anyway, she had those three that she would eat. But that's it. Well, see, that's that's where it's bad. You got to pick yep. a simple lie. Like my sister doesn't like seafood; she's not going to eat it. Right. Done. You say I'm a vegetarian. It sounds like you're just doing it for the the cloud almost. Correct. And then you're like, oh crap. Okay. Correct. So that that's a bad that's a bad example of mm-hmm. someone doing that. Like me, I'm like I don't I'm allergic to lima beans. Guess what? Never going to accidentally be like, all right, I'll try them. No. <laughs> now. Nope. <laughs> now. Uh, on the other hand, <laughs> I have somebody that told me they were allergic to um, pineapple. Okay. Growing up. Not a common one. At least my mom. As, far as I know. No. My mom has always said she's allergic to pineapple, which I've always thought was a lie. Turns out. She's allergic to pineapple. Now, when you say turns out she's allergic to pineapple, did you figure this out because of tricks? Yep. What did you do? I put pineapple in like a smoothie that I had made for her and she got really sick. So it ends up making for her. It's not like it makes her throat close up or anything, but it, it ends up like triggering headaches really bad for her, I guess. So anyway, you're still kind of a terrible person. I know. What was the benefit? Just out of curiosity of finding out if it was a lie or not. I mean, ultimately what? Then I could say that she was lying. That was the benefit. The benefit was, wow, mom, you've been lying to me since I was a kid that you don't (laughs) like pineapple. Just say you don't like it. Don't say you're allergic to Uh, it. Catch her in the lie. No, she's actually allergic to it. Catch her in the lie. My mom's listening right now like, uh, I hate you. Well, you already confessed to her yesterday helping you out with TPing a house. So really, you're just, you're diving out your mom left and right this week already. Love you. (laughs) 
Do you ever have any issues with people like being pains in the butts with orders when you were working in food at many yes. of the dozens of places that you worked? Always. What was the most common one or what was the one that annoyed you the most? Um, that's hard because a lot of, <laughs> a them lot annoyed of things me. annoyed me, AJ. A lot of things annoyed me. A lot of the times it would be like people don't care about your backstory. I don't care about your backstory. I don't care about, hey, so I used to really like this. And like, now I just like don't. So like, can you keep that off? Because like, I used to like it, but I don't like it anymore. And I think I've developed an allergy. Like I can't have milk anymore because I've developed this allergy. I don't care. Say no milk and we'll we'll go about it. Just Just tell me. Please hold the milk. I'm lactose intolerant. Well done. High five. Perfect. Cool. I don't want to hear about what it does to you. That was yesterday's recap of the debate at eight with AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. And we're not done talking about lying or really parents and lying because I still feel bad about trying to con my mom into eating pineapple and truthfully conning my mom into eating pineapple. So maybe just maybe I will dime myself out with some secrets that I've never told my parents. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX and we're not lying when we say Post Malone lives in Utah. However, we are a little bit, let's talk about some, uh, Secrets, not necessarily lies, but some secrets, some withholding of the truth when it comes to parents, because I felt bad yesterday. I dimed my mom out. I told her that I thought I didn't think she was allergic to pineapple growing up. And so I ended up putting pineapple in her smoothie only to find out, oh, wait, mom actually is allergic to pineapple and I'm an awful daughter. So I'll dime myself out back when I was in. I don't remember what year in high school. We went to a state drama competition. And at the state drama competition, I decided I was going to not hang out with the rest of the drama kids, kind of. And we snuck out of a hotel. (laughs) And then we ended up hanging out and ended up at a random maverick in the middle of nowhere at 2 o'clock in the morning. The car died. I thought, okay, this is officially where I die. This is how horror movies begin. Thankfully, all was well. We ended up back at the hotel before anybody knew that we were gone and it was like five o'clock the next morning and I just felt awful because I just felt super sick we had stayed up all night long and I I kept that a secret from my mom for a little bit because I also sort of came back with a uh Let's let's say, do we say souvenir? I mean, I guess you could say souvenir. There was a bruise on my neck. I don't know where I got it from. Anyway, that being said, I kept that a secret from my mom forever, and I felt so bad about it. So I want to know, dime yourself out. What are some secrets you kept from your parents? Now, I'm not going to ask you to tell us who you are. You can keep it anonymous. Just text 68255. Start that text message with VFX to tell us what you kept a secret from your parents. Some of the biggest secrets have gone under Reddit to see if I can find some of the worst secrets. Things say I recorded a movie over my sister's high school graduation video. That's an old statement. I remember doing that. I sort of, I think, recorded over my parents' wedding on a a VCR once upon a time. And I think I was like, oh yeah, I don't know how that happened. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, Someone said that they 
their parents don't know they've been arrested twice. One time was with their dad. Okay. Someone said that uh, I, I make more money than I let on so that my parents can't take advantage of me. Oh, someone else said that they are aware of parents, fathers, extramarital uh, dealings. Yeah, that's not great. I want to know what's a secret that you've kept from your parents. Now, AJ may not be here, but that still means we're still going to give you a chance to win. So we've got our three crazy headlines. Headline number one, some guy got arrested after calling 911 four times in the span of less than an hour to ask the cops to help him get into a locked car. Headline number two, lady dancer of the night calls the cops after customer demands a refund. And headline number three, wanted man tries to escape by hiding in a haunted cave. I mean, tis the season, right? You call in, you figure out which crazy criminals from Florida. We've got Ben on the phone. Ben, do you think you can catch the dumb criminal from Florida? Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. So we will get you three crazy stories. Ajay is going to team up with you and figure out which crazy criminals from Florida. Story number one, some guy got arrested after he called 911 four times in the span of less than an hour to ask the cops to help him into a locked car. Now, at first, he wasn't telling them whether it was his car, whether it was someone else's car, whose locked car he was getting into. Turns out it was his locked car. But you can't call 911 over that, okay? Get AAA or something, right? I found out the hard way. Oh, my gosh. Did you call 911 over that? Look, what I do in the past is... We're going to have to have, like, a whole conversation about this, AJ. Yes, we Definitely. Will. There's story one. Story number two, a lady dancer of the night called the cops on Sunday after a customer refused to let her leave because... He wanted a refund. Both she and the guy wound up getting arrested on prostitution charges because, you know, that's illegal. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) And then story number three, some guy who was wanted by the U.S. Marshals on drug charges tried to hide on Saturday by running into a dangerous cave that's known for paranormal activity. So a crew finally found him inside on Sunday afternoon. And he got arrested on several charges. Like, of all places to try and hide from the authorities, I don't think a haunted cave is priority number one. Like, I don't know. It depends who's in the cave. <laughs> right. Paranormal stuff. I don't even know. So, there you go, Ajay. Three crazy stories. Which one do you think is from Florida? So you can kind of get Ben an indication. Ben, I'm undefeated in this game, so don't mess it up. Follow my lead. I think it's number one. Okay, Ben, what do you think? I was going to go with story number one. Ben, congratulations, man. It is story number one. Nice. Hang on the line for just a sec. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. Ajay, I'm so proud of you. Aren't you grateful for friends like me, Ben? I'm so proud of you. Post Malone has recently moved to Utah, and I bet maybe I'm stepping out of my boundaries here. But I bet that Post Malone probably does a lot of thrift shopping. He seems like the kind of guy that likes a deal and he likes to get some things and flip them, right? Yes. Yeah, yes, definitely. Yes, sure. Thanks, AJ, for filling in this morning. AJ's out sick today. Um, but with that being said, think about thrift shopping for a moment, okay? Obviously, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis made it super popular back in 2012 when they dropped Thrift Shop. Mm-hmm. And so it was gigantic. Thrift shopping has always been something that I enjoy, though. And one lady is enjoying it thoroughly, let's say. She's in Canada, and she recently found this couch. She bought it for 25 bucks. 
And inside of the couch, tore it apart and found a rare vintage Rolex Daytona 6241 Paul Newman. What? Newman, sorry, variant. There were only 3,000 of them made. <laughs> this thing is worth $250,000. It was made back in the late 60s. They're one of the hardest watches to find for sale anywhere. So she took it into this watch guy. Because, you know, watch dealers are a thing. Sure. So he took it. she took it into the watch dealer and said, hey, how much can I get for this? And he said, 250 grand. So she's like, okay, I'm going to sell it. I'm going to get a house. And then I'm going to get uh, implants. What? Okay. Wait, oh. Winning. Go all in. Truth of the matter is $250,000. You're not going to get like a house and that in Utah at this moment in time, but whatever, <laughs> to each their own, you can buy some land or something like that. But that being said, Ajay, you find 250 grand of value in a couch. What are you flipping that on? Uh, yeah. Would uh, you buy a house? Is no. Is that priority number one? No, not for me. No? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really... It's it's hard. I right. Mean, well, of course. You can get the nice fancy clothes. Right. Some sweet and Uggs. then you look nice. Is it Uggs? Yeah, Uggs. Like yeah, you can buy Uggs. You know, I can They're look silent profiling. Totally. But I think I would honestly go with a car. Do you have like a specific car? Because I mean, we yes. were just talking about Post I Malone. Am he has a cars. Huge Mustang fan. Okay. And so I never you, had one. Nice. So would you buy like? Do you have like a certain year that you think is your most favorite or? Just, just a The Mustang. newer, the better. Okay. All right. I'm more of a modern guy. Okay. So give me all the bells and the whistles. Okay. The, the ones that make you the oatmeal cookies and the hot chocolate right, in your car. Right, right. They're, they're wrapped in gold and they flush the toilet for yes, you and yes, wash the dishes. the golden handle. I right, need those, that. Those are my most favorite kind of Mustangs. I would love to have a, like, a Mustang. Okay. That is my dream. Okay. See, if I were to find $250,000, I think I'd probably flip it around, maybe buy some land uh, because I like the mountains. Like I just went up into the mountains last night and of I was telling Dustin, I was like, dude, I want all of this land right here where all of the trees are changing colors. Can you imagine all of the pictures I could take? And Dustin's like, that's what you want it for is pictures. Right. Yeah, totally. McCall, was but, it a park you're staring at? No. Okay. I just had to ask. No, it was, no, it was, it was, uh, actually like BLM <laughs> land. So we just went up there and oh, like looked around and hey, stuff. So romantic. anyway, yeah, totally. Anyway, but it's funny that you say cars because we actually have to talk about cars today. Cause yeah, I probably buy some cars too. Um, you can weigh in by the way, what would you buy with $250,000? If you were to find $250,000 inside of a $25 couch that you just bought from the thrift store today is happy national name your car day. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick this morning. AJ is filling in this morning. Again, Hello. thank you so much for coming in. Oh, oh when it, love it comes to naming your car, AJ, do you have a car name? Uh, Yes, I do. Well, it depends on the day. If the car's acting up, then yes, I have names that I cannot uh, say on air. Uh, agreed. I mean, FCC regulates saying <laughs> absolutely not. Because, I do have uh, a name for it. Do you? I mean, do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do? I do. Now, I never named my car until I started working here. That was something that like AJ actually talked about. And so we made like a whole bit about it where I, I had to come up with a name for my car. So that was fun. I mean, I thought it was an enjoyable time. And I came up with a name for it. Her name is Opie the Soup. Her name was Penelope. Obi-Wan and then I. Penelope what? Opie. O P I E. So her name was Penelope, right? Yes. So I shortened it to Opie. Because I got a goat that was named Penelope, and I didn't 
It was her name was already what predicated. Is that the word I'm looking for? Her name sure. was already decided. So I couldn't change the goat's name because she was like 10. And so she knew what her name was. So I changed my car's name because I felt like I can't change my car's name. So we just shorthanded it to Opie. So it's Opie the Soob, and I love her. So your car is the goat, you could say. Huh? Yeah? 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 No, No, I wouldn't say that at all. It's definitely not. I love it, though. Okay. But not... Anyway, I what's feel your like car's we have a name? Love hate relationship with this car. I love my car. I just I feel like I don't take near as good a care of it as I should. Oh, okay. Like I feel like it needs to be loved more. So the whole side was disappointment in yourself. Correct. Not your, okay, okay. No, not my car. My car is I love. Ugh, my car is the most best. Uh huh. Me taking care of my car less than the most best. Mm, if mm. that makes sense. So what's your car's name? Uh, Magira. Actually, my wife named it too. Okay. Because I I was like she's like. Oh, Magira, you know, and I, when I thought about it, you know, Magira like in Jungle Book is grumpy, right. angry, whatever, and I feel like Magira is like that with me. It okay. is moody. Okay. It acts up. I and get it's that. Black, and it's fierce. And it's fierce. It is fierce. Rawr. Your little car's a little bit, little bit fierce. We want to know your car names. Have you ever named your car? Is there some sort of symbolism behind you naming your car? You can call us 435-787-0945. Happy National Name Your Car Day. Do you think like Mandela would be like a good name for a car? I yeah, but it has to be a very exotic car. Definitely. It can't be a 1975 blue. Right. Scrub. Right. It's AJ McCullough in Utah's VFX. It is National Name Your Car Day. AJ is out sick this morning. He has like the perfect names. He's had all sorts of names for his cars. Um, Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> that probably should be his last Speed. name for it. I can't remember what the other one, what the other one's Ticket name was. Ride. He had a couple of really good ones. Silver Ice, I think, was one of them. Ooh. They were pretty good. Pretty good names. We want to know what your car's names are. You can text six eight two five five to start your text with VFX. But you know, there's a ton of symbolism behind naming your car. I know how weird this sounds because people are like, "Wow, that sounds very." Uh, materialistic right yes a little bit but yes like there's there's a lot of like symbolism behind it because when you love something and you appreciate something to a point of giving it a name then it becomes more i know this is like so hippy dippy i love this though i live for this kind of thing it becomes more of a pleasure to be like driving your vehicle. It's not just such a hassle, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Kind of. Yeah. Right? So you put priority on your car by naming it, by giving it love and appreciation and attention. (laughs) Yes? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm with you. Okay. And then from that (laughs) point forward, your car gives back to you. So wait, you you talked about your disappointment in not taking care of your car as, I guess, as best as you possibly can. Does your car still take care of you, though? Yeah. So is that theory then, I mean, is it... I just... Does it get crushed by that? No, I just haven't... 
put back into it, like, you know, cleaning it out or anything. Because right now it's full. I've got stuff in it from, I got to go drop stuff off for my mom. I got my gym clothes in it because right now um, they're doing a remodel over at the Sports Academy. And so I've got my my change of, changes of clothes in there. Mostly all of my stuff that was in my locker room at my gym. <laughs> it's all in your car now. Yeah, so it's full. <laughs> it's full because I had a big locker. So I just need to go back and I need to take care of my car and clean it up. And when's the last time lines. you took your car for a car wash? It's been a while. Been to get a spit shine. I took it down. When when was it? July. What? I think the last time I had my car like spick and span, clean, 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 was in July. It was Nicole over the fourth. Of, it was over the fourth of July, and I went to St. George, and I hung out with my mom, and I hung out with some of my friends down there. And one of the days, Dustin and I spent just cleaning my car out because I was gonna sell it for a little bit. <gasps> I was gonna sell Opie the Sue, but and so I. I hope s- Opie is not listening right now. I'm not selling it now. I'm not selling her now. Well, I you, love her. You thought about selling it though. I oh, did. Opie. Uh, Opie, Opie would understand and love the fact that I was selling it because I, I needed money. <laughs> so I was like, well, if I sell it, then I'll be okay. But when it comes to your car, when it comes to naming your car, do you have a name for your car? That's the whole topic of discussion today because it is National Name Your Car Day. If you do have a name for your car, we want to hear it. Text- and what's the symbol behind it? Why? It's The symbolism behind it is just to give it like another level of like appreciation. So, yes. uh, okay. basically. Now, AJ is out of the studio. He's out sick this morning, but AJ is filling in this morning. So, we're talking a little bit about some positivity because we, we want to spread a little bit of positivity. There's too much negativity in the world. And AJ and I, in between the breaks, have kind of been discussing some positive things for you to be doing. Now, it all started with the discussion about how my car, Opie the Soup, is a disaster. Mm. Absolute wreck. Mm. And a lot of the times, when it comes to your outer surroundings, it's actually a reflection on your inner self. Totally hippie talk. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of people are going to be getting after me for this. But I think it's true. I think it's really important to reassess everything around you and be like, okay, so what do I need to be taking care of inside so that everything outside is clean? Or vice versa. Maybe you need to clean everything outside and then your inner self is better. Because I notice when my area is clean... On that side of the studio, at my house, in my car, wherever it may be, I do better. I just do. Mentally, whatever you want to say, you know? Yeah, yeah, I got you. I I I also figure, like, working out is something that helps me a ton, like, in a mental state. And we'll get into this later uh, in the after show, actually. Um, But, but, Ajay, right off the top of your head, Mm -hmm. you have to do... You're in a crappy mood. What is one thing that you're going to do to improve your mood instantly? Instantly? Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I... Sorry to put you on the spot No, no, like no, no, that, no. But... It's great. It's great. Honestly, I... And this sounds really arrogant and egocentric of me. It's fine. I will look up things uh, like on social media that people have posted that are positive about me. Okay. Social media is such a big thing for you right. and well, I. Right. Of course. Of and course. And for you, cause, because you are so well-known on social media, you do oh, such great work. You. Thank you. Does so I I now send a question back to you. How much does social media influence your attitude or mood throughout the day? Because you're I mean your videos instantly are getting um, thousands of views. So I think that we, so we talked a little bit about this the other day actually where Australia 
is testing out this new theory where they're getting rid of likes on social platforms because they want to see more creativity. But that that release of instant dopamine is kind of what they're re- they're referring to with your with your likes, with your reactions, with your positive reinforcement. It's a short-lived thing. I don't really know. I think that Social's a totally different, like for me, social is marketing and I don't take a positive or a negative from it. That's a, that's amazing. Like, I, I genuinely don't because that's it's amazing. like if, if there's positive reinforcement, great. If there's negative reinforcement, great. You know, you adjust it, you move it. it it's a product basically. So I, I move from there. But for me, some of the things that I have to do if I need a positive instant lift up, I get done at work. I'm stressed. I actually go to the mountains. Like, Clear your head. thank heavens, I live so close to him, but it's like <clears throat> two minute drive and I'm in the mountains and I can breathe and I can look around and I can just like, <sighs> okay, instant release. For me, that's, that's my priority, I guess, number one. I love it. I used to go on long drives, uh-huh. and, but then I get pulled over for speeding or well, something. Well, yeah, and just you probably shouldn't it. do that. But so I just, I go on runs or, or walks or I just take a bunch of photos of just random things. Yeah. And and that actually is kind of fun because then you can play with the photo and you can say, oh, I took this photo. Yeah. And I, and then I, I post it on a social media or whatever. Yeah. And but that's I mean, that's all I have, though. Yeah. Well, I think that's great. That's though. All I've been able to like, really I, I genuinely with. think that's great. We want to know what's something that like immediately improves your mood. What's something you do to immediately improve your mood? Because I feel like for me this week, my priority has been less of the negativity because I feel like, again, I feel like there's a ton of it. And I think that it needs to be something that is shifted and adjusted. So I've actually been trying to keep like a gratitude journal to try Ooh, to see what, what can be appreciated. What's something you do to instantly improve your mood? Maybe it's go for a car ride. Maybe it's call your best friend. I know that I often call Dustin and I'm just like, oh my gosh, you'll never believe what happened. So we've been talking about instantly lifting your mood. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's in the studio this Have morning. Have I instantly lifted your mood? Definitely. Like Absolutely. instant coffee. Yes. Thank you. You have. I am a latte in your coffee. There you go. One of the uh, people that lifts my mood instantly is actually Taylor Swift. She's one, like, when I'm really down, I'll go and I'll turn on red her oh. album, and I'll drive around and listen to it. Are you one it. of those girls, oh, how does she know my diary so well? No, I love her. <laughs> Stop it. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> anyway, some of the comments that we've received via text message actually include watching Netflix or a TV show of some ah, sort. Yes. And, yes. you know, lots of The Office coming in, lots of watching Friends coming in. But, Ajay, when it comes to TV series, I love them. <laughs> but there are a lot of TV series that have horrible finales. Uh-huh. I found a list of the worst, worst TV show endings with the finales ever. Now, no spoilers, okay? No spoilers, AJ. Spoilers. S- no spoilers. Think across the top of your head. Worst season finales. Go. Chuck. The okay. Office. I have never seen Chuck. Oh my gosh, I'm really? Sorry. Zachary Levi, Yvonne Strahovski. Oh, incredible. Who? What? Are you speaking gibberish? What was that? Strahovski. Oh my. McCall, what did you just say? We need to have a conversation okay. after this. Okay. Uh, the Office. Uh, white Collar. Okay. 
Um, I don't know. What are some of the Have you seen the Game of Thrones? No. Okay. Uh, Game of Thrones is on this list. Why does Obi-Wan Kenobi die? I mean, what happens? <laughs> we're not, again, we're not having spoilers. There are zero spoilers. Dumbledore. We're trying to help you. Shoot Pikachu. Okay? Stop. <laughs> you can weigh in on the worst finales. 68255 is the number to text. Start your text with VFX. You can join across all social media at Utah's VFX. Uh, people are saying the Mount Rushmore of bad endings. Lost. Never seen it. Oh, my. It's awful. Game of Thrones. Dexter. I heard Dexter. I heard bad. Dexter's, yeah. And Seinfeld. Really? That's what they're saying the Mount Rushmore of bad endings is. No kidding. Yeah. People said Veronica Lart. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica Mars scarred them for life. Never felt so betrayed by a TV show. Someone said uh, How I Met Your Mother. Never seen it. Don't. No, don't. Chuck is one of the best TV shows ever written. How you I never, Met Your Mother you is one of the of best TV shows ever written also. Oh. I've heard of Chuck. I've just never seen it. Okay, what about you? What's your worst How I Met TV Your Mother, show? Lost, Game of Thrones. Was Game of Thrones that bad? It sucked. I mean, I guess it was trending on Twitter at one point. It was awful. It trends on Twitter all the time. Yeah, whether good or bad. Oh. That's incredible. <sighs> Malcolm just sent us a text and said, I second Lost. Awful. Awfulest ending. And is, okay, so is it tougher because of how long the show went and then it ended the way they did? Yes. Okay. It was just such a letdown. So, oh. Okay. It was like they didn't have anywhere else to go. <laughs> Someone said the NFL 2018 to 2019 season <laughs> had the worst season ending. Not for me. Uh, the Apprentice. Someone said uh, the Sopranos. What What is uh, the worst season finale you have ever seen? You can weigh in. Someone said Chuck's ending wasn't bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> so imagine for just one moment, your boss comes to you and says, hey, here's a severance package. Leave. Or you can keep your job. Which do you do? It's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick this morning. AJ's in the studio filling in. AJ, I'm sure you have some sort of an insight on this. Severance package or keeping your job. What do you do? Ah, uh, it depends on the money. Yeah? Okay. So maybe we'll put a price, maybe we'll put a price to it. Maybe, you know what? Actually, backtrack. Severance package. How much would it take to say, hey, take this money, leave your job? Honestly? How much money would it take? $250,000. $250,000. I feel like that's reasonable. I mean, to say, hey, leave your job, go do whatever you want to do. Okay? Or stay at your job. How much would it take you if someone were to say, take this money and run? You can text us 68255. Start your text with VFX. You can also call 435-787-0945. Heck, maybe it'll take you $20. Maybe it'd be a severance package of, hey, here's $400. Leave your job. You taking the money and running? Or do you need something like $500,000 or $250,000? We want to know all about it. That's the question for the debate today. If you were offered a severance package, would you leave your job today, right now, out that door? Now, I have brought in some special help, guest help, from Ajay this morning. Ajay, you're Talk offered now. a severance package to mm -hmm. leave your job. Yes. Do you take it or do you keep your job? And how much would it take to make you leave? You know, I said 250000 Right. I, I, I'm raising it to three hundred. I want 300000 Okay. I would also like $300,000. <laughs> okay, great. 
Because I, look, I mean, you're leaving reasonable. your job. Like, Absolutely. You know, and if, if you love your take job, care of me. if you love your yes. job, it's something that's a huge yes. priority. So thinking about leaving your job for a severance package, how much would it take you to take the severance? How much, how much would it cost you? That's the word I'm looking for. How much would it cost you to take the severance package? We got text messages in. $50,000 is all it would take. Someone said, I'm already trying to find another job. So as long as you offer four plus months of pay, I'd take it. (laughs) Which makes sense. That's reasonable. I like it. I I also, and that that makes sense. For me, I don't think I would take it. I think it would would cost high amount. I think it would probably be $300,000 or something like that. But I feel like I would take that money. I would turn it around and I would do something. That's the question is what do you do with, with the money it? after? Right. If you're to take a severance package because everybody yes. has everybody has a dollar amount. Everybody has a buyout. Everybody has a figure that you can think of. And you can tell us what that figure is that you would have to have in order to leave your job today. Mm-hmm. Text 68255 to start your text with VFX. But what are you doing with that money? That's, are you going that's somewhere? That's a big question, yeah. Are you paying something off? Are you pursuing a career, a job, a love somewhere else? Are you going to L.A.? Are you going to go be a famous film star? What are you doing with it? Maybe, just maybe, you should be (laughs) reassessing your job right now. (laughs) Your career choice. Uh, Yeah, your happiness should be priority. Basically, that's what it all boils down to. We're trying to figure out, are you happy in your job? Do you even like your job? And how much money, if you were to take this money... Where would you take it? What would you do with it? Mm. Would you go on to pursue the thing that you are actually loving? Maybe for me, I think my priority would be, I don't know, I think I would probably take the money because everyone has a dollar amount, you know, probably be like $400,000 or something along those lines. So you're not getting rid of me anytime soon. But (laughs) like if I were to take $400,000, I would probably go buy a bunch of makeup and invest all of my time into like makeup tutorials. There you go. So I could I could do that kind of thing because that's what I love. Truthfully, I love entertaining people. That's that's the one thing that that I thoroughly enjoy. So I feel like I would I would spend more time doing makeup tutorials but in like a totally off the wall way to be creative, right? That that makes sense. AJ, what would you do if you were to take money take the money and run? Severance package versus keeping your job. Priorities. I'd invest it. I would invest it. Good choice. Yes, invest it. That's a grown-up choice. Yes. uh, You know, there's opportunities out there that, you know, if you invest in a certain situation that is promising, now you have to do your research. Oh, definitely. You can't just drop money into random things. Then absolutely, then you invest in the right thing. Then it turns from 300,000 to, who knows, 1 million. And it's, I mean, that's, but it takes patience to do that and research and homework. and Absolutely. Who has time for that anyways? Right. Now, looking, I'm going to go take a look at the Palmer Home Furnishings poll of the day here real fast. But for me, again, I think I would probably just stay. It would take a lot of money, a lot of money and to, yeah. I think that's, so my question to you is, I mean, you just talked about, do you like your job? Right. Are you happy? Right. So let me ask you, are you happy beyond 94.5, VFX? Yeah, of course. I mean, everything that I, I, my priority with my life, my adjustment with my life has been 
trying to make sure that the things I am pursuing are causing me happiness. And if they don't cause me happiness, then I'm out. Yeah, get out. Because at this point in time, I've been looking at a lot of a lot of situations. And maybe this is a moment for you to think back and reflect on your own life. Life is way too short to spend time being unhappy. If you're sitting there day in and day out in the monotony of your job, of your career, and you're thinking, I hate this job then do something else. You're not a tree. You're not stuck in this situation. You may be thinking, well, I need money. Okay, so keep doing that. Grind through what you're doing right now, through the tough stuff, but pursue something on the side because if it's something you're passionate about, you're going to make time for it. And if you're not making time for it, then you're not passionate about it. Yeah, and the reasons of, well, the job takes my life. No, it doesn't. Right. You can find a way You can wake up early. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I do it again, every day. Again, but like you said, it comes with effort, yeah. persistence, of and course. hard work. Where we're at is because of those three things. Right. The Palmer Home Furnishings Poll of the Day. We've got 64% of people saying they're going to take the money. They'd take the money and they'd go rather than keep your job. So wow. what would you do? You can text 68255, start your text with VFX. Your job were to offer you a severance package of however many dollars it would take you to leave your job. Would you take that cash money or would you stay at your job? That's the question. Lizzo on Utah's VFX with AJ and McCall. Now, AJ is out sick this morning. Hopefully he gets better. AJ's in the studio filling in, though. So thank you for that, my friends. Pleasure and honor. Now, the question. The question. Of all questions. For the debate today, today, we talked about whether or not you would take a severance package versus staying at your job. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. This new question, leading forward, the saying goes something along these lines. They died doing what they loved, right? Mm-hmm. What would that be? They died doing what they loved. Frank, for me What pers- would your answer be? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so sorry. for me personally. Sorry, yeah. Uh, a podcast. Okay. I, I've always wanted to like start my own podcast. Okay. Of just random activity yeah. stuff. Yeah, definitely. That would absolutely be my thrill. And, but I want to like, not in a, st- I just like want it in my own house. You know, absolutely. My own, just somewhere Studio. out there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. My own little place where I can do my own podcast. Oh, yeah. that'd be a dream. Fill in the blank for us. Join in by texting 68255. Start your text with VFX. If it were to say, if, if your, your obituary were to say they died doing what they loved, that would be what? Again, text 68255. Start your text with VFX. For me, I I don't know. In the mountains. Playing with makeup. She accidentally inhaled too much highlighter. I don't know. Like. <laughs> what? It's, you know, like a makeup thing. Oh, yeah. Like, you said like every morning. I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, you just like paint the cheeks. You make your cheeks glow. Yeah, I like the comment in the Hot- book. Hi, no, highlight your cheekbones. Highlight what's important, which is my entire face. Hello, hi. Thank you. <laughs> if your obituary were to read, they died doing what they loved, what would it be for you? How about a feel-good story? Because it's a little bit dreary out there. It doesn't look like it's necessarily going to rain, but it's definitely not super sunny not clear and beautiful today. no you don't see that bright blue sky so we'll bring in a little bit of a pick-me-up for you a homeless opera singer in la got viral this last week after the lapd posted a video of her singing in the subway now people are actually helping her out with the gofundme page they've raised thousands of dollars for her 
So her name is Emily, Emily Zamorka. She's originally from Russia. She used to make money playing her violin on the street. And then some jerk tried to steal her violin and broke it instead, which was a big deal because, you know, this violin was worth 10 grand. So since that was how she made a living, her only choice was to start singing for money. Turns out she's got a really good voice. Very, very, very talented. Let me see if we can get we can get some some of this audio on here. Hang on. Here we go. See if it'll play. Super talented lady. So thank heavens that she has this ability to to now, you know, sing in the subway and make some money. Now, a reporter in L.A. tracked her down. She was shocked when someone said, yeah, you've been on TV. And as of last night, her GoFundMe page was at $45,000. Right now it's at $49,000. Some anonymous donor just donated $1,000 a minute ago for this lady, which is awesome. So the Downtown Women's Center, I guess, in L.A. is ready to put Emily up in a hotel. I, I guess they put her up in a hotel last night. They spoke with them and any dollars raised from this will go to them, assuming she wants their assistance. Isn't that so cool? I wish I could sing and people would be like, you know what? He's incredible. Let's let's help him out. So is that something that you would want? Like, would you want the talent to be able to sing? No. Is that a is that a hidden talent that you have? No, no. Do you I have- actually I can play the piano without reading music. Oh, that's incredible. I can play it by listening to the songs. So we're actually going to talk about some hidden talents because I feel like there are a lot of very talented people in Cache Valley and really oh, in yes. Utah. Absolutely. If you, uh, Jay, we're talking about some hidden talents because there's a lady in L.A. that has been discovered as a very talented opera singer singing in the subway has now raised over $49,000 basically overnight thanks to the LAPD who posted a video of her on Twitter. Which is just incredible. It is. Really. Absolutely. We're talking hidden talents this morning because I like hearing about people's talents. I like hearing about what creative people can do. Now, Ajay, you said you can play the piano? Without reading music. Okay. Because I, I can't read music. So when did you start playing the piano? So I started playing the piano when I was, what, uh, nine? Okay. Ten, and I took piano lessons, but I just, I couldn't comprehend the, the notes The notes, and right. Right. So then later on, I, I took like this long break from piano, but then later on, I, right. for some reason, started getting back into piano and I just listened to music uh-huh. and then I'd be able to just like uh, Taylor Swift's New Year's. Yeah. Eve, I that, love that song, New Year's Day. Yeah. I can actually play oh, the nice. instrumental version of oh, that. Oh, that's awesome. Which is amazing. And I, I it's fun. Yeah. That's, that's super, super awesome. I'm special. Good job. Yay. We want to hear what's your hidden talent. You can join in on the conversation at any point in time. Just text 68255. Start your text with VFX. You know, I really enjoy painting. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, I didn't know I'm that. I'm not good at it, but I like doing it. It's something that I like trying to really? do. Yeah. Uh, I usually do it when I get mad because it's like a frustration thing. Like when I was in, I was fresh out of high school. Uh, Lindsay Sterling had just gotten popular, right? Love her. So I would listen to Lindsay Sterling and I would paint. 
when I was mad. I don't know why. It was just like my zen thing. That's that's what I would do. And now I've just transitioned from painting a canvas to painting my face. So, you know, I bet Post Malone eats some pretty weird stuff for breakfast. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. And maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm overstepping a boundary there about saying that he eats weird stuff for breakfast. But you are. I don't think I am. Post Malone eats some pretty weird stuff. I mean, Olive Garden's not the weird stuff that he's eating. Cold because I pizza love Olive is Garden. fine at 5 o'clock in the morning. Okay, so th- this funny you say that. It's actually National Pizza Month. Did you know that? What? Ta-da! Surprise! Happy October National Pizza Month. Now you know. But I've come up with a list of uh, breakfast foods. Okay. Because 88% of Americans say, yes, pizza is fine for breakfast. I've never had pizza for breakfast. I know that makes me an American. You I haven't lived. get it. You People haven't say lived. that. I just never have. I don't really lived. love. Uh, here's the thing. I don't really love eating breakfast. I have to force myself to eat breakfast because when I wake up in the morning, that's not my priority. My priority is drink my coffee and go. Um, But that being said, are these foods acceptable for breakfast? I'm going to rattle them off. I need a yes, no answer. Ready? Let's go. Bring it on. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yes. Okay. 79% of people say yeah. Chicken strips and fries. No. 58% of people say yes. Spaghetti. No. 56% of people say yes. Steak and potatoes. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Steak and potatoes is great. People do steak and eggs all the time. Love it. And you do like a home fried potato, whatever you want to call it. Oh, we got to stop. <sighs> a burger. No. 51% of people say yes. A salad. If it's a fruit salad, I can yeah. get with it. Like a fruit medley. It'd have to be a fruit medley. Sure. Other than that, no. <laughs> what is this list? Okay, uh, nachos. No. Okay for breakfast. I agree. Definitely not. Hot dogs. No. No. Chicken curry. No. <laughs> what in the world? Now we're just we're reaching here. This is ridiculous. We're like going through here. going through this list. I'm I'm. Let's see. Pizza for breakfast. You said yes. I am just like shocked. Okay, so here's some more. Okay. Egg rolls. Yes. Surprisingly. 58% of people said yes on that one. Yeah, I think that surprised. one's okay. I'm not I'm not too worried about that one. I I cannot believe chicken curry. Yeah, that's just or, not Or chicken and like french fries. It doesn't sound attractive. No, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever had for breakfast? Now think for a moment just about social media in general. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. And if you ever want to join in on the conversation ever, you can join in across social media. Just search at Utah's VFX or you can search at AJ and McCall. Um, But that being said, there's a brand new term in social media. AJ's in the studio this morning filling in since AJ is out sick. Hey, yo. And this brand new term, AJ, is called sad fishing. Okay. Okay. So what would you, if, if I were to just say sad fishing, what would you think definition-wise that would mean? Pity-seeking? Yes! Ding, ding, ding! Give Wait, really? Ding your, ding your bell. Yes! So sad fishing oh, is when wow. someone posts a personal issue on social media looking for attention but not actually giving any sort of feedback. Like, today's been a horrible day. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. What's wrong? I don't want to talk about it. Right? Yes. I hate that. Or like the like the mysterious post like 
this is like the or this is the hardest thing it's ever I've ever right. had to do in my life. What's going on? And it was like, what's I don't go- and then you just don't respond it. to it, or you don't even respond, and you're like, well then. Like I understand. Don't get me wrong. I understand venting because, honey, I'm a master at the venting side of things. <laughs> but <laughs> with this, I hate this. It's just an attention-seeking thing. It reminds me a lot of like when I was in middle school and it was like I wanted people to pay attention to me and I'd be like, so sad. What's wrong? I don't want to talk about it. Jared looked at me funny. Like I don't have, you, you know have what I mean? You have nothing to you go want, with it though. No, yeah. no. I've, I, 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 well, I deleted my account and it's completely gone. Right, right. But I, when I, I, I was on Facebook. You had all those drama queens. Right. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Right. And I understand, like, before we are over here shaming everybody for this, like, I understand reaching out across your social media platforms to see if you can find some support, some love, some positivity, and some reassurance. That's great. But you got that select few people that this is a situation every single day. And then you begin wondering, okay, well, like if you start maybe looking at the world in a different light or adjusting the way that you are doing things or you look for the for the things that are positive and the grateful things that you can pull from said situation, things will change. But you can't say that because that's that's the attention part of it that they enjoy. And here's the thing. Look. You, and if you're going to post stuff, explain what you're talking about. Absolutely. If it's too personal, don't post it. Don't post about it. Just leave it. Right. That's one thing that really gets me when it comes to social media. I love social media. I I, I thoroughly enjoy social media. But that's one thing that I really hate about it is that people get upset when other people are talking about their business. And then they obviously go on there and they're like, this is my business. This is nobody else's business. If it's your business, then keep it to yourself. Yeah. Like you wouldn't go around saying something like my life is miserable and then be like, well, why are people wondering why I'm miserable? Yeah. Because you're and then, saying And then you it. say it's personal. Well, then why are you right. making it on Facebook? It's right. Just, I mean, if you're going to uh, if you're going to go out there and throw something Absolutely. that mysterious out there, then be yeah. Absolutely. Accountable enough to explain it. Now, let's put a little bit of a uh, asterisk on this. Social media is not private, okay? So if you want to post something on social media and you want your social media to stay private and you want nobody to have a conversation about what the heck's going on in your life, blah, 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 don't post about it. <laughs> like, this should be... T- this is your PSA yeah. for... 2019 people now yesterday we got our um wood pellet stove all hooked up at my house right Uh so we've been in the middle of remodeling for two years i got my couches in i got my wood pellet stove in this thing is absolutely gorgeous like my house is just so pretty i'm literally so content with the fact that everything is where it needs to be right now. And someone else is content about everything being where it needs to be right now is sis, my dog, right? So she is beyond happy about the fact the couches are in the house. It was really funny because as soon as we got him in, she kind of stood there and looked at him for a second. And they're the same couches we had when we were in Vernal, right? And she stood there and looked at him for a minute. And then she started like bouncing around. Like she got so excited about the fact the couches were back in the house. And so then she was like bouncing around the living room and she wasn't on the couch or anything. But then she jumped up on the couch and then she just laid there and she was just so happy about it. 
I literally <laughs> love dogs. Let me ask you something. There, okay. I, so I don't uh, myself own a dog. My family's owned okay. a dog constantly. Right. How much can they play a part in a person's life in affecting it for the better? Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. So that's a true thing. Like, I can't even express. So I don't know that I've ever told this story before. Once, once upon a time, great, I spilled my coffee everywhere. Once upon a time, I got Tiesel, okay? Tiesel's my oldest dog. She's six years old. Six and a half years old. <laughs> I love her. And I actually got her because, this is going to sound so bad, because I was like super heartbroken at that point in time because my relationship, I had been engaged and my relationship ended and I was just like, distraught and I didn't know what was going on and I was just really 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 upset I was in a very low place um but I ended up getting my dog because I had heard that dogs can teach you how to love again and so I thought it was a total joke but I ended up getting her because I started kind of seeing Dustin at this point in time and so I figured I didn't want to break Dustin's heart because Dustin was a good human and so I was like if I get a dog maybe it'll teach me how to love again and it did and it was it's it's a super selfish thing but I can't even express how much my dogs have helped me out I know that's weird like I know that a lot of people think it's weird but honestly I think my dogs have been like the best I love them oh my gosh I love them and I think that they're they're really cool so Something cool about dogs that a lot of people actually don't know, because Ajay's never had a dog before, which is why this whole conversation has come up. Um, Dogs, over the course of years, they've started doing MRI scans and CAT scans and whatever on dogs. Turns out, they're like their brain adapts to your personality. So when dogs are similar to you, it's because their personality becomes based on you. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's really cool. So a ton of people are like, oh yeah, well my dog's a lot like me. Yeah, they are. Because they adapt to you. But it's like kids. Like kids is a nature versus nurture thing, right? Yeah. That that debate comes up so many times. Anyway, the answer is yes, dogs are the best and you should get one. If you're allergic well to said. it, then whatever. Back off of that train, but I love dogs. I love it. I absolutely love dogs. You know, something that's only human is sort of kind of breaking things. It's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX, and it's something that I know all too well. So what's the solution? Ajay's in the studio with us. Ajay, initial instinct. Something's broken. What are you fixing it with? I don't. I go buy something new. Also same. Sorry. That's why I have money problems. That wasn't your answer. Uh, It all depends what it is usually it's hammers and nails and screws and drills. Right, because then it, that's that's more of a uh, permanent solution. Yes. However, Why do I got a feeling that you're going to go elsewhere? I am, because we're talking temporary solutions because apparently we're doing studies on duct tape. <laughs> you don't. I do. So people are using duct tape to fix everything. What's everything? We're talking <laughs> like like the pipes in your home, which, by the okay. way, that's not the solution, but okay. Uh, <laughs> it could be worse, but I feel like we're going to get worse We're going to get ghetto. <laughs> oh, no. Cars? <laughs> Fix the bumper on your car. 
Look, I get it. Duct tape works, okay? I am not shaming anybody for using duct tape on your bumper. I'm just saying. I've done that. What? <laughs> I did that. When? Yes, on my 2002 Chrysler Sebring. Okay. I one time was pulling out, well, I did like the Michael Scott thing in the office, right, where you like drive over like the little uh, the, railing the or the curb. Bump, yeah. Right, right. And then you have to back up and it just rips your thing off. Oh well, it, it's going to cost us a crazy amount of money. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'll just do do do. Four pieces of duct tape and bam. Dude, I'm not. I was off and running. I am not saying duct tape doesn't work. It just looks a little ghetto. Okay? <laughs> uh, other people have said. Other people have said they've used it for their toilets. How exactly? I, I don't th- know. They just, they just have. They've used duct tape to fix your toilet. Hold on. The bolts are loose from the seat. Let me just, Let me duct, just duct tape duct this tape. over. L. Uh, 26% of people say, yeah, I've used it on a book. Okay, yeah, that's cool. People have said they've used it on their phone. No? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Maybe on like a landline, sure, sure I yeah. guess. But on like a touch screen phone, what are you supposed to do? You can't like, sorry, my screen broke. I got to put duct tape over it. Oh, there's no. a crack in my phone. Here's a duct tape. Exactly. Here's a duct tape over it. There, I 21, can't see the crack anymore. Right. 21% of people say, I've used it to... Fix my computer. What? Like, I'm hoping it's, I'm, I'm sure it's not an operational thing. Well, y- you'd like, be surprised. In a, that, right. In this world, you never know. Right. I, I'm sure that people have used it for operational things. But here's here's the best part. <laughs> Speaking operations. Oh, no. 32% of people say they've used duct tape on a cut or on a wound. <laughs> I get it in a pinch, okay? Say you're up in the canyon or something, and something happens, and all you got is duct tape. Great choice to take everything to, to, to make it stay together until you get to the hospital. Sure. You ever see, you've seen The Office, right? Yeah. You ever see Michael Scott when he's out on the Survivor trip? Uh-huh. And he's duct taping his pants to his leg? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I get it. Wounds. I get it, but guys... Better solutions. I've got a huge gash. Give me some duct tape. Give me just let Quick me just fix. Stuff oh my it, gosh! Stuff how it would in you, there? Like if someone rips it off. Oh yeah, that's like actually awful. Wow oh. is hundred percent what I'm saying. Duct tape fixes everything, apparently according to science. <laughs> VFX's Facebook roulette, how we end every weekday, and it starts with being friends with AJ Knight and McCall Taylor, usually or. Just being friends with me because that's the only way that you can get on the VFX Facebook page today. Because AJ doesn't have authority on the Facebook page. When are you going to give me authority? Probably. When do I get to be the assistant regional manager? Probs in and the not future. Assistant to the regional manager. Probs in the future. So I'm just going to spin, and whatever I randomly land on, I'm going to like, comment, and share. So AJ, if you will do the honors, please, sir. Stop. Stop. I landed on, hey, it's our good friend Haas. He shared, uh, now that I've gotten that off of my chest, it says, I'd like to just publicly announce that I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Love React. <laughs> McCall. <laughs> yeah. 
Oops. So we'll get that shared to the VFX Facebook page. By the way, very important that you head over to the VFX Facebook page and give it a thumbs up because every 100 Facebook likes, we do a prize drawing. And hey. yeah, so you could get entered in for who knows, Lava Hot Springs passes or Ooh. whatever. Plus, every 500 likes, we give away a Serenoni blanket. Literally the softest, warmest, best blankets in the world. So if you want to win one, all you, yeah, all you got to do is like the Facebook page. It's that simple. So check it out. If you missed any of the show today, the debate at eight, uh, Florida or not, you can search for it anywhere. Podcasts are available. Just search AJ and McCall or search Utah's VFX. It'll pop up there and then you can stream it. Super convenient. AJ, thank you for coming in this morning and filling in. McCall, my honor and pleasure. Hopefully all goes well with the rest of your day. Yours as well. You're busy. <sighs> yeah, it's going to be a fun day, though. So until tomorrow, for AJ and McCall, don't do anything we wouldn't do. So long. And thanks for listening to Utah's VFX 94.5 and 98.3.